Hello there, and welcome to the Wondertooth Podcast with Dr. Saad. This will be our weekly episode. I hope you are keeping well and safe and that you are having your best year ever. This is Dr. Saad, the founder of Dent Blanche Dental, the best luxury dental spa in the US, and she will be your host. Dr. Saad will take you to the secrets and wonders of having an incredible smile, as well as healthy teeth and an overall health. She will give you some tips to make sure our podcast is rocking and rolling. Let's go, baby. Hello, hello, and welcome to our new weekly episode of the Wonder Tooth Podcast. Uh, Today, we are going to dive deep into the world of oral care and how we can help you achieve a beautiful, pearly, white smile. Um, We're going to talk about a radiant smile that's not just to show, but also is a reflection of your overall health and well-being. So today, I'm going to talk about mouthwash. I know this is a big uh, subject. A lot of patients, they ask me, what do I use? What's going on? Which one to use? There's like a million mouthwashes out there. I'm not affiliated with anyone. So just to keep it clear, um, it's just an easy way to freshen your breath. Of course, you still have to come uh, to the dental office uh, to get, you know, your your six-month checkups and cleanings. It doesn't really uh, prevent you from, you know, like a use of a mouthwash on a daily basis does not stop you from going to get uh, your dental cleanings. Uh, I just want to clarify that. Uh, there are a lot of um, uses for a mouthwash that can help you to improve your oral care routine. So a lot of patients um, ask me, what is the sequence? Do I brush first? Do I floss? Do I use a mouthwash first? What is the sequence? And basically, let me go back and say, what is a mouthwash? It's a liquid solution. It's um, a solution that's designed to be swished around. You gargle it in your mouth. You're not supposed to swallow it unless the dentist tells you because if sometimes it could be um, a medication for like, let's say, um, oral candidiasis, which is a fungal or, you know, thrush. It's a fungal disease. So you have to follow the instructions. But in general, the mouthwash that you buy, like it's over the counter in the pharmacy, this is just to be swished around, um, to be gargled and just to spit it out. You do not swallow that. And there are different formulations. So some of them, they are mostly antiseptic and some are um, have fluoride in them and some are just natural. And mostly the use of a mouthwash is really to freshen your breath. Um, I'm going to go back now one step and talk about the sequence. Personally, I like you to brush your teeth really well So each quadrant, which means the top right side is one quadrant, the bottom right side is another quadrant, and then you have same thing on the left side. So each quadrant you have to do 30 seconds. You have to kind of time yourself, 30 seconds for each side. After you brush with a soft toothbrush, you need to floss between your teeth to make sure all the plaque and the debris that were like went in between the teeth that you cannot get them with the toothbrush you go in and you remove them with the floss. And after that comes the mouthwash, just to kind of freshen everything. It's like, you know, the icing on the cake. You put your layers first, the cake, you know, the base, whatever. And then this is the icing on top of the cake. So the mouthwash is the icing on the cake, guys. Okay, now that I'm saying we're going to eat, well, you can eat cake and then make sure you brush floss and use the mouthwash if you really want to. Um, so the different criteria now mostly is to freshen your breath. 
obviously it can help a lot in um getting rid of a bad breath uh, because it kills the odor causing bacteria as you know the saliva uh, has a lot of bacteria that lives in there, like millions of types of bacteria. Some can cause uh, bad breath, some can cause um, gum disease, and some can cause cavities. So at this point, the mouthwashes, you know, out there uh, in, in the market, they are supposed to kill the odor-causing bacteria. That's number one. The antiseptic mouthwashes are mostly for gum problems for example if you have gingivitis which is you know when you're brushing your gums start to bleed a little bit so this is gingivitis if it's not uh um you know if you don't have bone problems or bone loss this is gingivitis it's reversible so basically you brush your teeth you floss you use a mouthwash the swelling of the gums start to get a little bit better the, the inflammation goes away, there is no more bleeding, and then the probing depth becomes normal. Remember, we talked about the probing depth before. So this is basically the measurement from the top of the gums to the top of the bone. We have the, the gum is not attached to your tooth. There is a little tiny space, which is called the sulcus. And basically, we put a tiny little instrument when we are just poking a little bit around. And this, it measures from the top of the gum to the top of the bone. And the normal levels are between one, two, and three. If it gets to four, five, six, then we have some problems in the bone. Four sometimes could be an indication that we have maybe some swelling in the gums a little bit. If you have gingivitis, and then hopefully once you know you brush, you you floss, you get your dental cleaning. So the gums basically the inflammation subside down, and then instead of becoming so inflamed, it becomes less inflamed and then becomes normal especially if it's not bleeding. So this is still reversible gingivitis. If we start to see more bone loss, and that can only be seen on the x-rays or if we're probing and then we, like that whole instrument that we're using is just kind of going deep down there, that's, that's gum disease. And we don't want gum disease because the type of bacteria that live in those deep pockets is very different and they're very aggressive compared to the nice kind of living uh, organism or basically living bacteria in, in the saliva. So now that basically the primary uses of a mouthwash are to make your breath kind of fresh and to kill the bacteria. But also some of them are to reduce plaque. Which one? mostly the ones that have fluoride because the fluoride will bond to the tooth and make the plaque and the bacteria basically slide off the teeth. And this is why we are talking about the use of fluoride in one, uh, we spoke about that in one of the previous episodes, whether to use fluoride or not. And also, um, as you know, the fluoride mouthwash, it can help remineralize your teeth back. So if the tooth, you know, um, you haven't been brushing for a while and then you start to see those little tiny white patches, a lot of them, we can see them on the x-rays. They're very initial beginning of cavities, but they're not deep cavities yet. So sometimes the fluoride mouthwash kind of help remineralize them back because it prevents plaque and bacteria of sitting there. Um, plus there are some minerals in your saliva so they can help remineralizing these back. So these are basically the most important uses of a mouthwash. Some mouthwash are over-the-counter. Some of them are medicated ones by prescription. 
So the medicated ones by prescription are mostly designated if you have some gum problems going on or if there is like an oral disease going on. So some of them are for gum diseases, which basically when you have those uh, areas of bone loss, like we're checking and those little instruments are digging deep and okay, we have bone loss that shows on the x-rays and then there is a lot of bleeding. So we give you those mouthwashes basically to kill the bacteria, reduce the amount of bacteria in your mouth by killing them and also reduce the bleeding so that when you come back for a deep cleaning, it's not as bad. Like it's not like, oh my God, we have a lot of bleeding going on. It becomes less. Okay. Now, some patients who are smokers, and you have to be very careful with that, they can have gum disease without knowing that. Why? Because the chemicals in the smoking, they go and they constrict the blood vessels. So your body is really cannot tell you I have an inflammation because of the chemicals in the cigarettes or whatever you guys are smoking. So just be careful out there. You have to get your x-rays and your dental checkups every six months unless you need to go for more appointments for cleaning, especially if you have gum disease. So people who are smokers, they are at a higher risk of having gum disease without knowing it because you're, usually your body will tell you, I have a problem, you know, it hurts here or there is a bleeding there. But when you are smoking, this is masked. It's not discovered unless there is an x-ray or unless it's too late and your tooth is pretty loose and you come and be like, I don't know what happened, but my teeth all of a sudden are becoming loose. Well, because there is no bone anymore. And this is unfortunately is one of the consequences of smoking. So now we're going to go back to the mouthwash. So it's not just for just to give you a fresh breath. It's some of them are for medication, you know, uh, that prescription. You know, the prescribed ones are for gum disease. Then there is another one for fun fungal diseases. And this is when you have thrush, uh, candidiasis, which is, you know, when you have like all those white things in your mouth and um, we need to use a, a very specific mouthwash uh, or sometimes even lozenges. But those mouthwash, uh, especially uh, with patients who have removable appliances and they don't take them out, like they have a partial. I don't want to, my husband doesn't know that I have a partial, so I keep it in my mouth the whole time. Well, guess what? Your gums are not breathing, your tissues are not breathing, and they are so red or so inflamed or sometimes are so white and we have a fungal infection going on right now. Or even sometimes when somebody keeps taking antibiotic like do, like like few times, like two you know two courses of antibiotic, three courses. So basically, this affects the balance in your mouth. So the bacteria are basically dying, and now the fungal infection is like woohoo! Now it's our time to thrive. And then they go and they cause a lot of infection in your gums, and they also get um, they can infect the inner surface of your partials or your dentures. And that's why those uh, mouthwashes, when you are using them, you have to take your partials out or your dentures out. You have to soak them in another cup filled with that mouthwash. And that mouthwash, it's an antifungal. And this is very important because otherwise, if you just rinse with it and you don't put your, your uh, partial in it or your denture in it, guess what? You're putting the, fung the fungal infection back again in your mouth. So make sure you always do that. Uh, so these are most the most important medicated mouthwashes really out there. The rest are basically to beautify the oral hygiene, to keep it, you know, happy. And some of them are also, um, you know, from the house, really. Like some of them are, okay, 
warm salt. You know, a lot of patients, um, they ask me, okay, well, you know, I don't want to, uh, you know, buy something. I said, you know what, why don't you just use some more warm salt water? And they're like, what? Yeah, it's a glass of warm water. You put a teaspoon of salt from the kitchen, the regular salt that you're using, you know, to cook with, a tiny uh, teaspoon of salt, and you rinse with it and make it warm. Don't make it too hot. Don't make it too cold. Just a little warm. And this is going to be after you brush really well, after you floss. So you're going to brush 30 seconds each quadrant, which is uh, the maximum of two minutes. Then you're going to floss between every single tooth or sometimes, as we say, the teeth that you really want to keep in your mouth. And then you just use a little bit of warm salt water. I know some mouthwash companies are going to come back at me and be like, hey, what you guys talking about? Well, this is a cheap option. Then some uh, patients, they want, you know, um, something, you know, with a little bit of a flavor. So you can buy any of the mouthwashes out there. Now, if you have dry mouth, you have to stay away from anything that says it contains alcohol in it because alcohol will dry your mouth even more. It's going to make it like a sandy area. So you have to get, I think it's the, um, uh, some of them are like purple. I cannot say brands because I'm not affiliated with anybody, but make sure you take the, uh, you bring those mouthwashes without alcohol if you have dry mouth. And there are certain um, mouthwashes dedicated for people who have dry mouth. And really the brand that we are recommending is Biotin. And I'm not affiliated with them, but Biotin um, has been proven to really work and um, it can enhance um, the quality of your life. Some of them are mouthwashes, some of them are lozenges, some of them are um, toothpaste, and they just kind of lubricate the tissues in your mouth. And this is very important if you have dry mouth because of a side effect of the medications you're taking, you know, high blood pressure, whatever, or for chemotherapy or even radiotherapy. So make sure you drink a lot of water, make sure you use something for the dry mouth, and um, just maybe if you are taking certain medications, you know, with very high side effects, maybe you can talk to your medical professional, you know, about maybe giving you something with less side effects too. But I understand sometimes it's hard. Just do your best. And why dry mouth is a very bad thing that we don't really like because it can cause a lot of gum inflammation and it can cause a lot of cavities. That's unfortunately, yeah. Because the saliva has those immunoglobulin that can basically prevent infection. So when there is no saliva, then this is your very first defense mechanism. It's down. And we need to kind of help that with lubricating the tissues. Okay, guys, you got this part. Uh, now, also, sometimes um, mouthwashes is not just for really a fresh breath, but also you can use it for like if you have a bit of a sore throat. Believe it or not, some of them, um, that the, the mouthwashes that have an antiseptic property, they can help you a little bit with the, with the sore throat. Just kind of gargle with it really well. Don't swallow it, and it can help with the bacteria because it kills the bacteria. Same thing with um, salt, warm salt water. That can help a lot. Also, if you are using like braces or if you have retainers, if you have dentures, there are certain uh, specific ones for dentures and um, it's like a tablet and you kind of soak it in for like a minute or two don't over soak it because sometimes it can affect the luster on your dentures and um, if you are wearing those clear aligners or clear retainers also make sure you get the ones that are specific for this don't use a regular mouthwash that's colored like green or something because 
guess what? Your retainer or your aligners will become green. And then patient will come to me and be like, oh, I don't know what happened. Well, this is what happened. You put it in the mouthwash and now they're green. And some patients too, and I've seen that they put them in Clorox. Yes, Clorox. Do not do that, please. Because they would put, oh, let me put like a couple, you know, um, like a teaspoon of Clorox and then put some water. This is very bad because you might end up digesting that. This is very bad for you guys. Please do not use Clorox. I cannot talk or emphasize more about that. And now for kids, you can get, you know, get them used to um, using, uh, you know, a mouthwash. Some of them are very, you know, kids friendly. Even if they swallow them, they're not going to really affect them. But um, in my uh, opinion, do not give them to kids who cannot spit. So nobody under six years of age, do not give them mouthwash, do not give them any uh, toothpaste that has fluoride in it because it's not good for less than six uh, years of age. Uh, once they can spit, that they, then they can use that. And you have to make sure that you are there when they're using it and you make sure that they are spitting it out. This is very important. And we talked about um, the dry mouth and how we can help with that. Uh, of course, when you buy, um, you know, a mouthwash, you have to read the label. You have to make sure that you're not overusing it. And why is that? Because some of them, they can alter the bacteria in your mouth. And you don't want to overuse that. Because remember, if the bacteria starts to get less, then we, what's going on there? The fungal infection will be like, ooh, it's my time. Do not forget about that. And also, the mouthwashes are not to be swallowed unless if it's a medicated one and it's very specifically for a fungal infection, especially if the fungal infection has extended down to your throat. But other than that, the mouthwash, you're supposed to spit it out right away. And as I said, the timing now, the sequence, we're going to brush 30 seconds each quadrant, a total of two minutes. We're going to floss and then we are going to use a mouthwash. Okay, guys, you got that part. And some patients, they use um, the oil. Um, you know what? I haven't really read a lot of um, like scientific articles about that yet. But I mean, if you really want to do it, you can just be careful and make sure you don't have a reaction to that. Like it's, they call it the oil pulling. Some, you know, I heard some patients were like swearing by it. But what if you have a reaction to it? I think you can try it maybe, but don't overdo it for, for sure. And some patients also, they like to use a baking soda. So here is a thing between me and the baking soda. So the baking soda, they have big, large particles, large fillers. And some patients, they like to brush their teeth because, whoo, it makes my teeth whiter. Guess what? Because it's removing the outer layer of your enamel. How about that? Did you guys even know that? It's like there are... It feels like sand. So those large particles, the more you kind of uh, brush them on your teeth, the friction, it removes the outer layer of the enamel. So yes, it's going to show the nice inner surface of the enamel. But with time, the, the thickness of the enamel is going to get a lot thinner. And then it's going to expose the dentin underneath it, which is yellow or grayish. And then not only that, but it can cause a lot of sensitivity also down the line. So you have to make sure you, you know what you're doing. I guess um, 
So yeah, if you really want to use a mouthwash, there is a lot of them out there. Just make sure you are using the proper one for you. So if you have like a high caries, you have a lot of cavities or you have a lot of fillings, I would personally recommend you to use the fluoride one, the one with fluoride in it, because this is going to keep, um, you know, your mouth basically more resistant to cavities and it can help remineralize those uh, initial cavities as well. So this is very important. Okay. Uh, if you have dry mouth, you have to stay away from anything, any mouthwash that has alcohol in it. Totally away of this. Get anyone, you know, any mouthwash. I think the purple Listerine one has no alcohol in it. So you can use that. Um, you can also use warm salt water. Um, if you want to use the baking soda, just be very careful with it. And um, I guess that's it for today. I hope it was informative and um, if you need any uh, questions or if you have uh, any questions or suggestions, just please let me know and uh, I'll talk to you soon. Uh, don't forget, if you take care of your teeth, they will take care of you. Until then, keep smiling with Dr. Saad. Have a good one. Thank you very much for taking the time to listen to our weekly podcast. This show wouldn't really be possible without you. If you are a fan of the show, please leave us a comment on Instagram at rodwasad underscore DMD. The link is in the show notes. Until our next episode, remember, if you take care of your teeth, your teeth will take care of you. Keep smiling with Dr. Saad.